Welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate that children build a strong, foundational relationship with Jesus before the age of 10. Children need head and heart knowledge in order to stand strong against the world's ever-increasing rejection of Christianity. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help to solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and help the next generation to love Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I want to start off today by saying I am so thankful that you're tuning in and listening. And as this is the month of November and we celebrate Thanksgiving, before I start this podcast, I want to show my appreciation to you. I will be giving away five books this week. And all you have to do is email me at raisingchristiankids at gmail.com and say that you listened to episode 23. And I will put you in for a drawing. The first book we're going to give away is by Soshi Dixon. It's called Different Like Me. And it's a wonderful story. And it says on the back here, you're different from everyone else. And sometimes that leaves you feeling like a fish out of water. You might feel like you don't belong, but you're wonderfully created by God. And so is everyone else. So the first book, Different Like Me, will be giving away. And then I have another wonderful book written by Crystal Bowman and Douglas Gruthis. And the name of this book is titled, I Love You to the Stars. And it's about when grandma forgets, love remembers. And the back of this book, it says, when grandma comes to live with them, her grandson is happy. They put together puzzles, read books, and play with Sonny, which is grandma's dog. Grandma never misses a chance to tell him that she loves him to the stars. But lately, Grandma hasn't been the same. And it goes on to talk about what happens when children have to face that their grandparents have dementia or Alzheimer's. It is a beautiful book. The next book I'm going to give away is called Fruit Fables, Lovebird by Shalene Weaver. And I'm going to tell you, when you see these illustrations, you're going to be blown away. It is a beautiful story, and it's a collection of fables that explore the fruit of the Spirit. Shalene's writing is a banquet of spiritual truth and a playful, rich recipe of rhythms and words. Make sure you email us to get these books. They're so gorgeous. And then the next book I'll be giving away is called His Kingdom Was Seized, But He's Taken It Back, and the title of it is called King of Glory. And in this book, it features the story and passages of the prophets in 70 different scenes, 70 full-page paintings, simple words, deep truths, bonus features, review questions, movie episode guide, and it's for an audience of all ages and all cultures. And it's based upon the movie King of Glories that you can see for free on the internet. And I'll give you information on how you can access that movie also. And the last book I'm giving away is my very own God's Gift. And God's Gift is a story between a turtle who's Christian and a starfish who is Jewish. But they're best friends. And they're on the playground one day and they're arguing about who gets the most toys, Christmas or Hanukkah. 
And in this story, they learn each other's religion and what it really means during the holiday to receive the true gift, the gift that God gives. It's not about presence under the tree. So I hope you will go ahead and contact us at raisingchristiankids at gmail.com and send us your name and that you want to be in the drawing for these five lovely books and that you listen to episode 23. So today I'm going to talk about something that life isn't fair sometimes. And in God's gift, my book, they think they're being treated unfairly because Christian thinks Jacob gets more gifts at Hanukkah and Jacob thinks Christian gets more gifts at Christmas and they think it's unfair. So what do you do when your child questions why bad things happen to good people? Or they don't understand why something bad happened to them or others they love. You know, it's, it's easier to see in a movie the evil guy getting his just reward. But when the good guy suffers, they wonder why. And you may even wonder why wicked people seem to prosper and good people seem to suffer. I know I question it from time to time, even though I know God is just. I find myself sometimes asking, why, God? Why did that happen? Why does an innocent child suffer the abuse? Or why does an innocent child suffer from illness? Why do those who don't believe in you prosper? And why the poor widow who loves you dearly seems to not have enough? In the Bible, Asaph addresses these absence of justice, and so do other biblical authors. Psalm 37, verses 16 through 17 states, Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. And in Psalm 37, verses 35-36, it says, I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxuriant native tree, but he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. And I love Psalm 73-3, For I was envious of the arrogant as I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Jeremiah, I think, really hits it on the head. Righteous are you, O Lord, that I would plead my case with you. Indeed, I would discuss matters of justice with you. Why has the way of the wicked prospered? Why are all those who deal in treachery at ease? I know I find myself again asking these questions sometimes. Why do the wicked prosper? Children need to learn very early in life that life is not fair. Teaching them this concept early will help them not to become an entitled child thinking everything is about them and for them. Let's say your child has a classmate who is rude and mean to everyone, especially to your son or daughter, because he's a Christian. This same classmate gets the lead role in the school play over your son or daughter who was better qualified, only because this mean kid's parents donate a lot of money to the school. That doesn't seem fair. Or perhaps your child comes home in tears because he was blamed for what a bully did to another kid but that kid didn't want to make the bully angrier, and he knew the Christian kid, your child, won't complain. What do you do? How do you prepare your child for many things in life that are unfair? I think the best thing is to point your child to what Jesus did and to the words of God. Explain how Jesus, who did nothing wrong, suffered greatly for the evil deeds of man. Jesus offered love to all people, yet they beat him and they killed him. However, he allowed this so that we can be with him in heaven forever. Sometimes, when life seems unfair, there's a reason behind it. 
Okay, not sometimes, but most of the times in the economy of God, there is a good reason behind it, and we need to teach our children that. James 1.12 said, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And Ecclesiastes 9.11 says, I also saw other things in this life that were not fair. The fastest runner does not always win the race. The strongest soldier does not always win the battle. Wise don't always get the food. Smart people don't always get the wealth. Educated people don't always get the praise they deserve. When the time comes, bad things can happen to anyone. Point that verse out to your child. Make sure they read that and understand that the Bible says life is not fair. So when things don't happen their way and it isn't, you know, a just deed, they'll know that that's just the way life is. Also, tell your child about the story of Job. He was the righteous man at that time. And he did everything. He followed God's laws and he loved God and he was a good, righteous man. But then everything was taken away from him. And Job couldn't understand why. What sin did he commit that God would just destroy his life? But, you know, Job had to understand that we can't question God. God has a plan and a purpose for everything. And when Job finally realized that he shouldn't question God, he should just trust God, that's when God restored all things to Job. So teach your child that God does have their backs and our backs. He knows what he's doing. Even though it doesn't seem like that to us, he's a loving God who takes care of us and who wants nothing but the best for us. And for whatever reason, things don't seem uh, fair. For whatever reason that may be, we know that God is fair and just, and he loves us. And in the end, he will make things right. Once children learn that life is not fair to everyone, not just to them, hopefully they will understand that no matter what happens, as long as they have the love of family and stay close to Jesus, nothing else really matters. One of the hardest things to teach children is to let go of what they don't have control of. Make sure you are doing the same. Remember, after all, more is caught than taught. Do you exhibit a behavior in which when things aren't fair to you or just, do you complain or do you say, you know what? God's got this. He's going to take care of everything. Everything is going to be fine because I trust him. The more they see you trusting God, the more they will trust God. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.